Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage, co-hosted by India Marie Paul and Katie Zetter. For our third season, we cover animation royalty as we discuss the female protagonists in the Disney Princess franchise and the impact they've had on women of all ages. This episode, we journey to the highlands with an outspoken and brave force of nature, Merida. Welcome, everyone, to our fourth episode this season with the Disney princesses. We get to talk about our Scottish and only Pixar Disney princess, Merida, today, and the movie Brave. I'll be up front. It's not my favorite (laughs) of the movies. And if you listen to Maiden Madness, you've heard some of that. But I do think she was an important, different version of a princess there's still a lot of things about her that i find problematic which we will talk about both things so we'll, try, we'll give her like a fair fair balance <laughs> a bit of everything. yeah we'll try to to balance her out it's an original story this actually isn't based on any fairy tale or folk tale it's no. inspired by uh brenda chapman who is the director in the story originator her relationship with her daughter and some of her scottish heritage she's american but she has a little bit of scottish lineage so they really deep dive into celtic and gaelic and scottish folklore which are very all very different yeah (laughs) because that's like different countries they're very different countries but (laughs) like like the uh the song that is sung and like uh, they don't like each other different countries (laughs) but there are things that are taken from a lot of the that different so it's a it's a little uh interesting but they did take a trip to scotland and There are very specific imagery and places that are taken directly from Scotland Mm -hmm. to the point where there is a there's a website page on like Scotland visit scotland.org or something that's like here are all the places you can visit that were in Brave. And so there's (laughs) which is a point that Scotland was really excited actually about it, opposite of Mulan, where China tried to kill it. This one, Scotland was all in trying to make it a tourist. Like, bank on that. Like, they're trying to yeah, bank on profit. the tour. Exactly. So, Scotland was actually quite involved and excited about this film. But Brenda Chapman was actually the first female director at Pixar. And I think nice. this is the 13th Pixar feature. It was released in 2012. It was actually announced in April of 2008, known as The Bear and the Bow. So, between 2008 and 2012, they went with Brave. But she was a she worked for Disney for a long time as a story artist. She directed, I think it was The Prince of Egypt was her first like directing. And then she pitched this original story to Pixar and got brought in to do this. Well, also, that's the second movie. So Disney made a firm, firm change to their Mm -hmm. uh, naming of movies because Mm -hmm. they wanted to make sure that it marketed to boys and girls. And it started with Rapunzel being changed to Tangled mm-hmm. and they wanted it all to be that one word and yeah. successful and that's how it's yeah, frozen yeah Moana things like that uh, the yeah. only one that really doesn't do that is The Princess and the Frog, and the Frog but that was for an entirely different reason but yeah there uh, that was a very clear choice of they wanted it to follow in Tangled's footsteps yeah of the naming yeah, and I, I do enjoy that that name I, th- I think it's a great name um, it works for her I really wish that she would have been used anything as an inspiration because i think a lot of the story got got fumbled with things because it wasn't yeah. there wasn't like an original thing and from it there wasn't an like original a, a specific inspiration there was no inspiration thing, like specific to disney like even with frozen took 
the Snow Queen and completely like rearranged and did a lot of different things. Oh yeah, to it. oh yeah, it's a totally different story. <laughs> but I think still the, good. It's still very good. <laughs> but, but I I think where where Brave struggled was that it didn't have any kind of source material, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to create an entire world and use of magic and use of story and tale that didn't really mesh or it, it didn't feel like it had a really strong beginning middle end to me yeah and but. they don't do a lot of when you think of some of the other movies that pixar itself has done which are yeah. great they do a lot yeah, of, I they love do pixar. a lot of great stuff yeah. don't get me wrong but it is either a little more generic like you mm-hmm. have wally where it's like this is like a city. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. not like building off like a specific culture or anything. Yeah. Or it's like wildly fantastical. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. full Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Crazy, silly, fun. And this one, I think, is tough because it kind of walks that line of being mm-hmm. based in like a real mm-hmm. culture in place, but you still have all this magic stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, this <laughs> like, is, which all I mean, honestly, all the Disney princesses do this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this uh, this was this is the first Pixar film based in the past. All mm-hmm. other Pixar films before this, and this is the 13th, have been based in today or a future version. Yeah. So this is also, I think, their first real trail into doing something historical. They said it in 10th century Scotland, but it's really vague because the costumes and the hairstyles and everything are not just tense so right. they didn't stick it in a very in the same century for everything not quite as bad as ariel but like close yeah it, it's really <laughs> rough it's really rough historically where things kind of sit they set it in the 10th century most likely because scotland still had bears scotland yeah. does not have bears anymore <laughs> they have not seen bears since the 10th century oh, so <laughs> the fact that the bear imagery is so important to this film was also a little frustrating when I realized there were no bears in Scotland. Also, so. I'm so disappointed that at no point was there. I mean, there was like there was no like really big unicorn reference. And unicorn is the national like how do you have that? You you're yep. given such a gift at the unicorn being the national animal of Scotland. <laughs> and you don't take advantage of that? <laughs> Disappointment. Disappointed. I did not know that was the name. Yes. <laughs> Scotland. Yes, Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> it's unicorns. Oh, that's so good. It's not real. <laughs> I mean, it uh, is real, but hey. unicorns aren't real. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there there are just as many unicorns as there are bears in Scotland right now. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, at that point. So yeah, that was. I was really disappointed to learn that bears didn't have a bigger significance to Scotland because it's such They're a huge part of this film and like the imagery is everywhere and it just does not have any kind of historical significance as far as I can understand. So that was a little disappointing. So the director was inspired by fairy tales and Anderson and grim fairy tales. And there are, there are bears in some Scottish folklore. And there's a lot of bears in, in Anderson's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot. There are people turning into bears with witches like that does exist in Mm -hmm. Grimm fairy tales and the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales. So there are examples of people turning into bears in that more than in Scottish folk tales. Was there anything that the director, like you said, that she related it to her daughter? How old was her daughter at the time? Her daughter was 
of five, I believe, when she started. Oh my gosh, she's so young. I thought, oh, like, yeah. oh, like 13 year old trying to like figure it out. No, she is tiny when she's I'm pretty doing sure. That. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when it, she started writing it, she was very young and her daughter wow. was a headstrong. They fought all the time. And you can, I mean, but it's. But she's five. Yeah. Merida yeah. is not five. I mean, I no. guess that checks out because Merida does behave sometimes a lot younger than some of the other princesses closer to her age. Yeah. So I guess it kind of makes sense. And by the time she she was younger, by the time that the movie came out, I think she was about to be a teenager. So it might have like the original idea for the story was before the announcement in 2008. Mm -hmm. So I think while she was writing it and working on it, her daughter would have been getting up into like the tweenish yeah but it's very much based on her relationship and it is really cool that she very specifically wanted to do something that was about a mother and daughter relationship because you don't see that hardly at all in the disney movies there's a lot more of father-daughter relationships if any parent relationship happens Um, and because of that this passes the bechdel test with flying colors oh yeah over and over again passes the bechdel test so I did Funny, appreciate but that. two women in the, yeah. <laughs> in the main characters. Yes. And I did appreciate that. This is the first female protagonist for a Pixar full-length feature. How many female protagonists are there in Pixar features? Well, we did Maiden Madness. I hate so to I bring can it up. Count, I can get, like, try and count But again. a lot of them weren't the main characters. I know. This they day, were side characters. Or it was like an ensemble. Like the Incredibles felt like an ensemble. It's about him, though. Yeah. The second it, it's uh, not Incredibles the second was one about, that it's yeah. more about her. But yeah, it's that took we re- a whole movie. Yeah. Not, re- not to bash Pixar, but that's no, something to think about. That we, like, There like, are women. What other leading ladies where it is about them. Yeah. Joy so was a big deal, it- but uh-huh. there's not a lot of female protagonists in Pixar films. It's even recently the most recent one, Luca. Like that was about two boys. So it, this is a not that there's not women in the stories. There's oh, yeah, great yeah. women in these stories, but but the, they're not the protagonists typically. No. So Mm-mm. this was a big deal for Pixar too. They had the first female director, and they had the first female protagonist, and they were I mean they were doing a Disney princess movie mm-hmm. at that point. Like that's a big thing to take on so there's a lot of pressure they were doing something that was completely original which maybe needed some more time in my opinion Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of there was some drama with brenda chapman who you know wrote it directed it because she got kicked off of it in 2011 yikes and it was given because there were they said that there were some story issues or that there was some messiness to it and there were creative differences is the uh Oh, dear. The thing behind it. She got kicked off of it, essentially. Still got the directing credit. She was not knocked down to co-director. They they have two mm-hmm. directors for this because then Mark Andrews came in and took over. And this was a man who had never done a full-length feature. Huh. So they had the first female director, kicked her off of it, and then gave it to a decently new a person <laughs> to finish it. And this did win the Oscar. For best animated feature, so she did get an Oscar for it, and he got an Oscar for it. But mm-hmm. it was a very odd situation. Yeah, and it doesn't look great for Pixar that the first female director they had ended up getting kicked off her own story that she pitched. Yeah, so that's not great track record. But I think it all kind of goes into the issues that we have with <laughs> with the story. <laughs> um, yeah, and and we have seen Disney has done with Frozen two. Yep. They have done another story where they have to like build it all from scratch. And you yes. can see 
the nonsense of them trying to build it from scratch. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a lot. It's a lot. They go through years of figuring it out. So I totally understand it needing work and maybe it not reading out as it's playing off in your head and all that kind of stuff. So to give Meredith the benefit of the doubt, if -hmm. it was anything like how they were putting together Frozen 2, yeah. I feel for them. Like, I feel for yeah. them <laughs> I was trying thinking to put about it together that. and build it. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that when I read that it was just an original tale. I'm like, oh, this has the same issues that we had with yeah. Frozen 2, which we've discussed in another podcast. Like, it feels like there's just, it needed more time to percolate or there needed to be, mm-hmm. like, some revisions that just didn't happen with the story. And so, yeah, I think it fell victim to a lot of things. And we can talk more about, like, some of her quotes about, like, what happened and stuff in, like, the after hours. But there was the some drama. After hours. <laughs> <laughs> this was also Pixar's first fantasy film. Mm-hmm. Would be considered the fantasy film. And there's, like, magical aspects to things. Have they but, done like, a fantasy film since? Other than um, they did uh, where they're in, like, the D&D world. And they oh. go to find their dad and his dad is pants. Is, is that the only one? Other that's than Onward? also fantasy? Yes, Onward. I don't. Like and nothing like I'm sorry. bounces off my head. I don't mean to call you out Pixar, yeah. but a lot of these are first. A lot of yeah. them are almost onlys. Yeah, like there's which doesn't look great for you. They yeah, they they've really dug into like a very existential niche. Oh, and for Lu- sure. Luca had magic. What a feeling. But it was a feelings. real world. What? Yeah, like yeah, they've gone, they've made me cry and do all the what things. What if souls have feelings? Oh, yeah. But yeah, they haven't yeah, not, really not this and that. Yeah, but they have not dove into the fantasy genre as Maybe that's intentional yeah. because yeah. like Disney kind of has, mm-hmm. you know, the fantasy genre by the throat. So like, it does, yeah. maybe they're like, we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a really interesting thing to look at with this being the only studio that has a Disney princess other than Disney, Walt Disney Animation. Mm-hmm. So because at the time they were more combined when yes. Merida came out, they yes. were more of a unit. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like two entirely separate studios. Yeah. And then a bigger split happened right after Merida. Yeah. <laughs> so, which yeah. had nothing to do with her. Just no, like, just, yeah. <laughs> it was just like studio stuff. So, yeah. when it started, because obviously they work with Pixar and stuff to do almost like a lot of the other movies, it, yeah. <laughs> like accidental only. Yeah. Yeah. Only it, one. It, a lot of yeah, a lot of things are just happening with uh, yeah, with yeah. This. Poor Clan, thing. Clans were a thing in Scotland, and you know, still are. They're important. Are so that thing. yeah, mm-hmm. they're still uh, they date back to the 12th century. So it's, if they're putting it in the 10th century, that they're also that's a little odd. They were the main system until England like invaded. Like, you can watch Braveheart, like go, like, go, like right, 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 right. <laughs> um, there are arranged marriages. They were really common. So that that's a major plot point, and they were almost always arranged by the clan chief. And then sometimes, actually, couples were given a trial marriage. I thought this was really cool, where they mm. they live as husband and wife for a year and a day, and then they decide if they want to, like, marry or not. Actually. Yeah. So, huh. like, there were such things as, like, trial marriages. Nice. So I thought it was, like, fun. Yeah. Historical fact about Scotland. <laughs> but Merida did not get a trial. No. She got a physical trial by yeah. her choosing. Yes. <laughs> So that's yeah, that's that's all I got for like origin <laughs> stuff. No, um, that's okay. We want to know what yeah. relates to her. And yeah, that's the stuff about the director is very uh, very interesting. Yes. I can't wait to hear the tea later. Yes, they did have to create and develop a couple different softwares, which is really cool for Merida with the hair. 
because she mm-hmm. has so much hair and it's curly, <laughs> which is really, really hard to animate. Yes. So they had to do a lot of work. And, you know, Merida had to walk so that Frozen and <laughs> all the other new yes. hair things that we have in Encanto and everyone can can fly run so we can (laughs) run and fly now because they're gorgeous but a lot of things were created for that that was really groundbreaking and beautiful um and something that chapman really wanted for merida is she wanted merida to be a physical very strong person and wanted to get dirty um and she nailed it she does crush it she does (laughs) she is not wrong and it does make sense if she's basing this off a five-year-old that makes a lot of sense yeah you know that kind of lack of care of self-preservation yeah it's it, you, you know? see you see <laughs> that kind of, yeah you see that like very young. merida reads so much younger to, to me than i think they oh met for her sure too and for it, sure be, knowing that her daughter was younger and jess is like yelling at her headstrong <laughs> it makes more sense yeah, to me that makes merida so is. much sense so it's a very personal story which is really cool and her voice was almost voiced by reese witherspoon Reese Witherspoon was hired to do Merida, but then was pretty much fired, Uh, was gently let go because of her schedule, quote unquote, but it was really because she couldn't do the Scottish accent very well. Amazing. So so she didn't get to be Merida. Uh, They actually got a Scottish actress. That makes sense. Um, Kelly McDonald does the Merida voice. Nice. So so I thought that was really, really cool. And was there a reason behind them making the... Because they made a very clear choice that Merida Mm -hmm. would not sing, um, which is also Mm -hmm. one of the downfalls of the movie. Mm -hmm. They do have a beautiful song, Touch the Sky, in it. But a lot of kids cling to that music and play it in the car. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where the hype comes from for a lot of the characters. Yeah. So... Do you know the 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 reasoning behind it? I just know that that was like a very clear choice of yes. like we're not doing this. I think <laughs> I, I think can't it, why. the director Brenda Chapman really wanted to create a unique and different type of princess and I I have a feeling like there's not it's not clear there's not a whole bunch of clarity to mm-hmm. it there's not a great making of video. I was so mad. Right, right. A brave but it it seemed like the decision was to set her apart from the other Disney princesses where she doesn't go sing beautifully she what like they wanted yeah, her to be yeah. a little more rough so i i have a feeling it was kind of an anti disney princess choice princess yeah yeah that okay. i i think she was going very much and she does do that she does merida is the first disney princess to not have a love interest which is i mean that's a that's a big deal you know like oh, that's a sure. that's a very big step for a disney princess and and i think it all kind of went the, her trying to go the other direction she very specifically wanted to see i think it was her who wanted to see merida cleaning the stalls yeah, of her horse that so that sense. you see her doing physical and dirty labor well and her horse also mm-hmm. angus is not like angus doesn't have a huge personality no. like these other angus is just a really beautiful horse yes which like gorgeous get it angus yes. gorgeous huge stunning get yeah. it but like he doesn't have that big personality that all of these other yeah animals have yeah which also makes sense if they're trying to really step themselves away from the traditional yeah she doesn't talk to animals things. other than her horse but like a person would talk to their horse right you know, like, like, a, like a person would talk to their pet and, yeah yeah, it, yeah it, it, there's there's not animals that randomly know more stuff angus has a good instincts yeah. you know like the horses yeah, always yeah, have better yeah. instincts like oh we shouldn't go right. towards all these things but he doesn't like talk yeah. back yeah as far he's as not like a dog. he doesn't he's not like yeah. samson where he like looks yeah. back and is like yeah nah he did that like, yeah yeah oh. 
So she, you know, it's a very realistic depiction of a person, but with just a witch in the woods. So we can kind of dive into the movie itself. She's the first Disney princess to have brothers. So that's a fun Yeah. And uh, she's the first Disney princess to not be based on a pre-existing literary character or historical figure. So she is also the first Disney princess who has no origin story. (laughs) Well, I guess, yeah, she's not the only one. No, but she's the first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) getting into her. Getting into Merida. (laughs) So what are... We we talked about her a little bit in Maiden Madness, but yeah, what what surprised you or what thoughts have come up to you since then? Now that we're focusing on yeah, her, I think something that hindered my enjoyment of her because mm-hmm. her as a person, I think she's super fun. I think mm-hmm. she's really important for the reasons that this director wanted her to happen. Mm-hmm. Her getting dirty and playing and and doing things that traditionally boys would like and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I totally get that as far as it's like importance and her design is also really important because mm-hmm. she is uh the top of her is still very thin but she is curvy she's got hips because she Mm -hmm. climbs things she's really athletic Mm -hmm. um you see her rip the arms of her dress so like there's a lot of like really great things about her Mm -hmm. but i think i had the hard time with it because i first watched it as an adult Mm -hmm. with adult friends at home like i didn't go into it like oh i'm excited to watch a disney movie i went into it of Oh, I'm hanging out with my adult friends. Oh, let's watch a movie. I guess like Merida just came on. Yeah. So it was tough when at that point, like I said, I didn't go into it thinking like, oh, this will be a fun kids movie. Yeah. And like none of my friends had kids at the time. Yeah. So it was very much like, wow, she like I totally understand her at the beginning of the movie. Yes. But my biggest concern was like she has no she doesn't get in any trouble for Mm -hmm everything she does and at the end the mom has had this huge character arc Mm -hmm. which is awesome and merida doesn't yep merida does she has no consequences for her actions other than the events of the movie itself Mm -hmm. she has zero you know like after it she gets exactly what she wants and there's no big you're not meeting in the middle yeah. You're not connecting with your mom. You're just like, oh, she's not a bear anymore. Great. So <laughs> I and and thinking yeah. back on that, I think that's why yeah. I didn't have as much fun with it. Cause like watching it again more as this is just a fun movie. I definitely enjoyed it more mm-hmm. um when you don't think about yeah. <laughs> like those kinds of Yeah. When you don't look for a big moral, and I know that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but it's like the mom goes through so much and she grows so much. It's tough to see the main character yeah. not. And maybe that feeds in from the director. Maybe she thought she was making a story that was, oh, this is about Merida. But maybe it was really about her and she yeah. didn't realize it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it, it, that yeah. makes a lot of sense coming like from what you've said. Yeah. It it does feel like the mom goes through the most, most character work and development mm-hmm. in the story. And there are a couple moments where I was I was on board and then I lost it. And I started pinpointing them. Okay. I was, I love the opening. I love seeing young Merida with her family. I love seeing her and the mom play. I thought that was beautiful. And then I'm on board. I love that she stands up like, I don't want to do this. She felt like a teenager, not really knowing how to express her feelings. The classic, I'm going to fight for my own hand. Like, yes. It's amazing. I loved it. it. Yeah. Like that was (laughs) 
her and her mom. I like, love not when quite... she rips her dress. It's so good. I don't know. That's like such a powerful yes. moment of like <sighs> hair down. I don't need this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that they like when she is uncomfortable. She's in the tight dress and her hair is all stuffed away. Like that's mm-hmm. great. So they're really beautiful moments, and I was there. I was there for that. I was there for her and her mom being like, stop, and she's just shooting, and she splits the arrow like the best Robin Hood ever. I'm like, I'm here for it. (laughs) When she's riding through the forest on Angus target practicing, and like, it was That whole montage to Touch the Sky is so cool. Yes. Like, of all the things that she's doing, and her, that's her big, like, oh, she's 16 and grown up, and this is what she's like. Like, I thought it was a really Mm -hmm. well done introduction to her character. Yeah. You kind of, she doesn't get an I want song, but you you see that she feels trapped, and it's not who she is. Like, you kind of get, start to understand her. The the touch of the sky kind of is her I want song. She just doesn't sing it. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you hear in the lyrics and like the pushing rhythm and all of her. She's like literally in that song. Mm-hmm. She is climbing up like a cliff. Yeah. To get yep. as close to the sky as she can. Like Beautiful. she is always reaching for the next yep. adventure and wild thing. Not yep. a Sadanami queen. <laughs> well, that's, the I want song is so important. And not everyone needs like a mm-hmm. very specific one or need like Mulan's is no. more like I don't know who I am. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. But one of the critiques that I've I've read of people who there's a lot of debate of like, is she great? Is she not great? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> online. And one of those like, what does she actually want to achieve? Like, that what does she want? Question. And I don't know. Because we know what she doesn't want. That, yeah. That- <laughs> we know what she doesn't want. We yeah. know that real well. Exactly. So the, I think that's also one of the missing pieces to understanding her and making her likable. Because yeah. as Howard Ashman has said, the I One song makes you fall in love with the the leading lady and then yeah. you root for her the entire time to get what she wants. Right. So without that, you're also missing a key part to the classic yeah. storytelling. And it's like hard to connect and relate. Like mm-hmm. like you brought a Mulan. It's yeah. so easy to relate to. Yeah. Oh my gosh, who am I? Where do I yeah. fit? Yeah. Or or Belle, who we'll talk about next week, that I want much more than this provincial life. Like, yeah. and here it's a lot of, I just don't want that. Like, that's not yeah. the life I want. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. But like, what do... <laughs> you can say I want freedom, but what does that mean? Like even Mulan's yeah. vague... I want to look in a mirror and see someone that I recognize mm-hmm. feels like yeah. a, a more achievable goal than just I want right. freedom. So right. like, it's like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think that was a key point that was missing in the story. Yeah. Um, but where I where she really, really lost me was when she goes to the witch and she doesn't say I want to be out. Of, I want to get out of getting married. She doesn't wish for her fate to change. No. She very specifically wishes <laughs> to change her mom. Yeah. And the best her is, dad. she's shocked by that. Like I, she, yeah, you're so well because the dad's not doing anything. Why would she? Yeah. Wish but he's the dad? chief. He's, he could say no. Like, but he's not because he's being the himbo. He doesn't. Uh, run. He's an he's an idiot. This is this is the decade. This is the era that Disney starts to make the dads. Yeah. Like just big funny yep. idiots. Yeah. Like which very funny, but like no brains. Yeah. So they are just kind of side characters, and they yep. don't. You know, you don't have the King Triton who's like instrumental yeah and you know you just see like a large child like yeah. he is just another child. so he really doesn't do anything it's it's very set up like the mom mm-hmm. runs the entire place which is very common for disney 
and Pixar later in yeah. in like in this era yeah. of film, which is kind of frustrating. And yeah. it makes me so mad piggybacking off what you said mm-hmm. of, oh, you know, doesn't say dad. She says specifically mom, not let me fix what's happening. Just like fix mom. Mm-hmm. And then she has the audacity to mm-hmm. be like upset that mom has changed. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you did this. You asked for this specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you didn't say turn my mom into a bear, but yeah. like you, you said yeah. specifically to change her. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. And then she was like shocked and is like, well, it's still your fault. Yeah. The, and the whole time it was mm-hmm. her fault. It was yeah. never. It's the witch's fault. It's not my fault. Right. Yeah. I wish there, I just wish there was a moment where like when Merida has the tapestry mm-hmm. and maybe there's a moment of, okay, maybe it's not just mom. Maybe it's not, maybe, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, did I, yeah. like, even, even under her breath, if she said, did I really say this? Like, just anything. Yes. yes. The, mm, the tapestry you know? was a big, that was another moment for me because if she had even looked, if I had gotten a look of regret and I rewound it just to make sure yeah. that I, if I missed it and there's not one look of regret after she cuts the tapestry, the mom on the meantime is trying to get a burning bow out of the fire and says, what have I done? Oh, yeah. That's why you like mom yeah. and you're on yes. her side. You love mom. Like You feel bad for her because mom is like struggling with this. Yeah. My husband doesn't know what, what he's doing. So she's running yeah. the kingdom. Yeah. And there's going to be a war oldest, if my daughter right, doesn't get married. <laughs> right. And the next people in line to the throne are toddlers who are crazy. They're the worst. Like, she has I, no... <laughs> I love them, but I love them, no but they're way. the worst. They can't. <laughs> like, like she's like this is like decades before they can like actually help yep. around the castle. You know yep. what I mean? They're yep. just like chaotic. Yep. So you know, it's like how? Yeah. Like the poor thing is like literally dealing with so much stuff. Yeah. And you feel bad for her and for yeah. Meredith to just show so little concern other than mm-hmm. oh no, mom's a bear. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. So she goes, if if she had been vague about changing her fate or like, I want to keep, I want to keep myself from having to be married. If she could have been vague enough and the witch, like there's always a, you know, there's always a catch with spells. Yeah. So like oh, she, st- sure. she still could have turned into a bear, but she didn't for have sure. to word it, change my mom. That, that yeah. really upset me. Yeah. And, uh, and then she comes back and she feeds mom and mom looks like she's about to pass out. Queen Eleanor is like trying not to like pass out and puke on everyone. Have, like, a breakdown. <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to keep herself together, is trying not to puke, trying to escape the things. And Merida keeps asking her, not, oh my gosh, are you okay? What have I done? She's like, How you feeling about the marriage? Just constantly throughout the entire time before mom changes into a bear. Like, and I the there is a moment at the end where she says, I'm sorry, and she has the big speech about, I'm about, I will marry someone because I have to, because it's what's right, and then mom keeps it from happening. So there's like a really tiny window where there's supposed to be a character development. Mm-hmm. And I understand that she doesn't say it's my fault until the end because that's the, that's the, the For art. sure. But she can still sure. be regretful without saying the words. Yeah. And that's what I'm really, really upset about with the character. And even then, when she got to that moment, mm-hmm. it was very anticlimactic. Like the it climactic was. moment was killing off and finishing off mm-hmm. the big bad bear. Like that was the bad guy of the story. And that yeah. was that mm-hmm. was the climactic moment. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was um, we've just defeated a bear. I've thought about this a lot, and I'm gonna take the one <laughs> F bomb for the show. <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> 
What the fuck is Mordu about? And why do we care? Mordu. Mordu. Why do we care? Mordu. Why do I care about him? It doesn't really tie into the story in a way that makes sense. They wanted a a big bad guy and they don't like bears. So, I mean, it makes sense in the story. That didn't bother me at all. Like the arc of Mordu... I just, he just became it's, such a huge part of it. Oh, for sure. Why he became a huge part, I yeah. don't know. But like having that story and having the little yeah. side plot yeah. makes sense because she literally turns into what her the father enemy. hates most. Yeah. Like, like that, the, the tension of that is great, but why he comes sure. back in the end, really, and why he's like so, so prevalent much. in the last yeah. half he's of the like movie. the most important part of like the I, last, like the, the final yeah. finale. I just, it doesn't, like that was that. It just like took away yeah. from Merida being honest and trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. I don't maybe that maybe that's why it feels anticlimactic. You might have just like hit it the nail on the head of because that's like the eleven o'clock number, it's not the the finale. Right. Like we have an entire chase scene and fight yes. and huge which is moment. So oh. hardcore. Like yeah. the fight goes hard, which is yeah. great for Merida. We love that for oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> You know, she, she but, yeah, but it, that makes the actual stories arc feel so much less important. And yeah, that might be why, like, I was, I'm like, oh, she does say the thing. She takes the credit, like, she takes the blame. She is very, she's about to say, I'm going to marry someone and mom stops her from doing it. She's about to do it because, and she talks about being changed and all of that. Like, she has that moment, but why do I feel like it doesn't exist? And I think, I think that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we have the bear chase and the huge battle afterward that makes a lot of sense yeah and like all the clans come together i i do like the mm-hmm. the aspect of having the common enemy and that kind of like gets mm-hmm. rid of the potential for war you yeah. know yeah but it just would i don't know i wish the yeah. finale was yeah you're right but like the finale should have been merida coming to terms with everything yeah and then it, it did kind of make me disappointed that in the end like she just gets everything she wants mm-hmm. and her there's no like it's not like her and her mom come together to fix anything. Yeah. It's literally just her mom entirely backtracking and covering for her, mm-hmm. covering just like she covers for her husband, yep. just like she covers for her kids. Yeah. Her the three boys. Mm-hmm. You know. I, and I was like kind of disappointed. Not that she needed to like yeah, be in super it, big trouble, but no. it would have been nice for her. To maybe pipe up in the middle of that and be like, well, what if we did this to help unite the clans? Yeah. I think that would have, I don't know. And I, the, int- I also am a little disappointed that mom was a bear because they didn't really get to talk or have, they had like those nonverbal things and the montage mm-hmm. of them like being in the wild and her learning to fish. Yeah. It's like really, you know, you see Eleanor being really uncomfortable and Merida teaching, yeah. you see Merida teaching her about mm-hmm. being not queenly. Yeah. But you, you don't see Merida really learn her mom's side of things until the very end when she has one speech. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels a little lopsided. It mm-hmm. is really cool. I mean, seeing her be able to survive out in the wild and teaching her mom stuff is is really great. Like, oh, that's sure. really cool. The fact that they fought and they're the the back and forth of them actually having the conversation they needed to have, but to Angus and to dad. That was yes. really great. Yeah. Like, that was really cool. And mm-hmm. I understand that mothers and daughters needing that that tension of not quite knowing how to talk because as soon as you try, it like For becomes sure. a fight. Like, that's great. Right, I right. love that. But right. like, what 
what if what if something happened in the kingdom and they had to go solve it together? What if they were the two who had to go yeah. work together to do something? Like I don't know. It just I What I, if there was truly they had to fight the bears yeah. or they had to do they had to do something with Mordu. Yeah. And like mom was like you can't go cuz you're a princess and she's like no. Yeah, I th- and they all go into battle together. Like I don't know, yeah. there's so many there's so many options yeah. where you could have gotten the same point across yes. and it but it would have not come off as a whiny kid getting what she wants cuz yeah. sometimes it comes off like that and that yeah. is kind of frustrating cuz like her as a character like her at Disney and everything is super super fun. Yeah. I don't like at Disney that they mm-hmm. overdo her makeup. That that's they overdo con- it a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that because she is very much like not, you know, mm-hmm. like match her crazy eyebrows to her her hair. Yep. You know, you got to do that. Give her some mascara so her eyes are open. Yep. But like she actively doesn't wear makeup. So, and yep. I'm I'm always confused every time I see her. I do appreciate they gave her the green dress. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to move around, run around in, like super fun. And like absolutely who wouldn't want to like play the park? With yep. Meredith, like she's so fun. Yep. Um, but I just never understood why they put so much makeup on Merida. Like she yeah. has like full thick eyeliner. Yeah. And it stuff d- in in some face yeah. character shots. And I'm just like, what do you? I get it if you're like up on a, yeah, you know, up yeah. on a, on a uh, parade float or something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like we you're being seen from a distance, so you got to play everything up. Yeah. But Merida famously does, she like, she's not in the castle. She's like running around like yeah. Peter Pan, you know? Yeah. So Which is I'm great. like very confused. Oh, it's very her. Yeah. I'm very confused when I see these like super done up pictures because I'm like, Merida would not be cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, there was a huge, so when she was officially put into the coronated. Disney, coronated, she had new art come out that was 2D. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge controversy about it because they they made her curvier. They gave her lots of makeup. They made her look more like more put together, like standard princess. Yeah. So they gave her a huge makeover. And, and there was, she does have like big legs yeah, and hips. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't have a big bosom at all. No, like, they they she's like she's not balanced. It she, was bad. Like they completely mm, redesigned her to jinkies. look. And to the point where there was a petition. That someone just randomly made, like on change.org or something. And the director, Brenda Chapman, signed it and came out saying, (laughs) this is ridiculous. Like, she was so mad that they did it. And to the point where there's enough signatures where Disney revamped what they had done to lessen what they had done with the character art on it. But yeah, it was the point If you have to make her prettier to sell, you're missing the point. Like you're missing the point of Merida, yeah. And and the more fun aspect of her is yeah. is the I don't care what I look like. I'd rather ride my horse. Yeah, like, that's it. And which she's is like, beautiful. Like, 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 like and how the dad describes her, like oh my hair flowing in the wind, yeah. like how he like <laughs> cracks me up. And yeah. he's not wrong. Like yeah. that is what makes Merida so fun as yeah. a person. Yeah. But the yeah. best role model? Don't know. But as like yeah, she's, just someone who would be a blast. Like, can you yeah. imagine like her and Rapunzel? Oh man. Like running around in the woods. Yeah. I mean, they'd be a riot. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, she there's some beautiful moments, and I'm sure parents watching it can relate. Uh of, of the mom and daughter arguing, but oh, like sure. her and the dad doing some big old gossip about Just all the people. Being best buds. Yeah. yeah. Like that that's really great. Where he's really impressed when she like climbs the firefall, you know, like, like that's really cool. And 
and I was disappointed when it was a mother-daughter movie, but all you saw was combat until the mm-hmm. end. And maybe that was the point, because I know there are relationships like that that exist as well. For sure. Um, but it it made the roles of mom and dad feel very caricature Yeah. And him specifically, because he didn't really seem to have any kind of grasp of being responsible. So, and I, you know, like, I'm sure there are people who feel like that in their relationships, so, like, that is representing that kind of relationship, but it felt yeah. like a very two-dimensional look at that in a way that oh, was for sure. disappointing. For sure. Um, but I, yeah, I yeah. love that the 2D art the two D art for the parks was so bad that the director went and signed a fan-made petition. Good. <laughs> and, like, released a statement. Get your girl right. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they listened and they did lessen what they did to her because you can look up the it's bad like it does not look like Merida at all well they also came out with like fairly recently Mm -hmm. they came out with like like a fantasy sparkle thing of all yeah so it's like every once in a while they like redo the princesses Mm -hmm. and like the newest one Mm -hmm. is very much like a feminist forward dream big princess mm-hmm. is their latest campaign yeah, yeah yeah and every time they make a new little campaign they like redraw the characters now you have you know like cinderella's like holding the shoe like a sassy yeah, girl you know yeah. everyone's doing something something different in a previous one and i don't know if it's this one i don't think so because this is still fairly recent but i don't mm-hmm. know um it was before the dream big princess mm-hmm. and it was a line of like really sparkly very very girly not so much merch but a lot of like stickers and that kind mm-hmm, of stuff mm-hmm. like it wasn't like on t-shirts a whole lot but yeah. it was on like little girl things mm-hmm. and like all of them are like w- look almost way too adult like all of them mm-hmm. are way curvier all of them have like money piece hair that's yeah. hanging in their faces like pocahontas was mm-hmm. almost put in like it's like a really weird like half gown thing Great. It's the whole thing okay. is strange, and Merida also looks strange in that one too. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. that did not last very long because yeah. that one in particular was like mm. nobody what looks like doing? that. Like literally, nobody looks like that. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the only one who can get away with that is Jasmine, and she just wears the most makeup. Yeah, everybody, and, and it's supposed to be like fifteen. It's like she's one of the youngest ones, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> yeah, like it, it makes sense. She's yeah. like legitimately a princess. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm unsurprised by that, and I love the director was like Magro. Yeah, I was. Yeah, a lot. I think Merida, for a young girl watching Merida, because I only saw it as an adult, so I yeah. have my judgments about who she is. And unlike I loved Ariel's teenagerness, this teenagerness rubbed me the wrong way. Not because she's outspoken, not because she's blunt, but because no. she's she lacks a kindness to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that really kind of upsets me like even when she's making jokes with her dad right. she's really mean about yeah, the, she, the guys she comes off closer to like tween yeah 12 13 trying mm-hmm. to figure out like doesn't quite know how to mm-hmm. exist socially in this yeah. new side of life where you're kind of expected to be adult but you're like nowhere near yeah <laughs> yeah adult, you know yeah whereas like by 16 you're right. Ariel re- reads 16. Yeah. Merida reads much younger mm-hmm. than she is, which makes no sense if she is the oldest kid by a significant amount. Yeah. And has been raised in this castle. Yeah. Like being surrounded by this for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just simple, just uncaring, could yeah. not be bothered to learn anything about 
Yeah. How her kingdom is run. Yeah. It. Her I don't know. But am I supposed to feel bad for her because she lives in a castle? Like, I, I you know, I don't know. It There's yeah. a little bit of that going on, too. Yeah. Um, where because she does have the freedom from dad, if dad had been like, you're getting married and mom was like trying to be like butting heads with her, but understands why she's frustrated. Like, maybe that. Could yeah. But her dad's like, I don't really care. Like, oh, no, dad, dad is no brains, only funny. Yeah. <laughs> Still love him, but. Yeah, no, he's, he's hysterical. <laughs> but I, I think she's important for little kids to watch in the sense of knowing you don't always have to be graceful. She's very not oh, graceful. for sure. You, you can say what you need. You can be dirty. You can be. Mm-hmm. I love when she's upset and she just grabs a sword and, like, attacks her bedposts. That's yeah. great. <laughs> like, that stuff's great. She's just swinging swords around and she's very yeah. physical. It is a very different. Her movements, I, I think, as well, was very unique and had to be software be created for her because the movements were so different than mm-hmm. what other other princesses and characters have done before because she's so physical. So right. she's important in that way. And I, I she's not someone I would say is a role model, but I think that version of a rough and tumble woman is great. I really oh, yeah, like for that. sure. It's the, sure. it's, I think it's the lack of specifically kindness. And you don't have to be sweet and kind. Like kind and sweet no. are two very different things. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I think that that is missing from her because you can be outspoken and blunt and stubborn and all those things. And you can also be kind. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that is a little bit missing role modely for me. And the change mom, not that her situation, like that, this, but I lost her. Like soon as and she I, could I was, have had her I want moment. Yeah. In it, the witches, even without a song, she could have had yeah. her I want moment yeah. of like, which asking for clarification. And she's like, no, I want this life. I want, I want to be free. I, want I, want thing, to be, I, want, I don't want to be the prince. Like, you know, you could do. Right, right. Or I want to rule how I want to rule or yeah. whatever. We don't even yeah. know. We don't even know. We could even tell yeah. you what she wants. But yeah. like, yeah, it, that doesn't really happen there either because yeah. it's just fix mom. Thanks. Yeah. There's something wrong with mom. Yeah. And yeah. And then I don't like to hearken her to Errol because they're very different. They're both redheads, but they're both feel like teenage, like teenager tweens to me. So that's yeah, why I for like, sure. like that. And they both get in a fight with their parents and then do something really mm-hmm. rash and shit happens. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When Ariel signs the contract, she's like tricked into into it. But we know what she wants at that point. And she does get in a fight with her dad. So it's very specifically, I'm going to go do this to spite him. Yeah. But Merida, I don't know, the the wanting to change, I don't know, the wanting to change her mom just bothers me so much. Well, and what she does is her rash judgment isn't, hey, fix dad so I can go to the human world. It's, hey, I need, I want to get to the human world because that's something that I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that it's such a specific distinction and it's so important because yeah. she literally could have wanted anything even slightly vaguely and mom could still turn into a bear. Like that's it's mm-hmm. there's plenty of room in this magic spellcasting world for that to happen. And you know, her saying I'm sorry and I love you to her mom breaking the spell was be- beautiful. Yeah. Obviously the tapestry wasn't going to be enough, you know. Like let's let's no. we all knew that that was not going to work. Right. Um but it, so that that moment was really beautiful seeing them come together and the art is stunning for this oh, movie. Oh, it's awesome. It's gorgeous. The music is gorgeous. I love the use of bagpipes. Some of the humor is really great. I love that you have yeah. this like brash like ready to fight at any drop of a hat every like it just Yes. It's, it's great and it and Scotland was on board like so like there's all these things working for it and I I there's just that those missing elements of the role model and the heroine that we're missing in it. And 
it shows yeah because there are other princesses from that era mm-hmm. um because we are not in the disney renaissance anymore no. i don't know if that has a name of where we're kind of at now but um maybe in a couple of years they'll have one i think they're yeah like figuring i don't know out. I mean, it, it shows because there are lots of characters that came out around mm-hmm. Merida before mm-hmm. and after that have been wildly successful. Mm-hmm. And she's not nearly, not mm-hmm. nearly as successful yeah. um, as the other yeah. princesses. How did she do in the box office? She was okay. She didn't, wasn't a flop by any means. Oh, she, no, no, no. It was still it, fine. It wasn't, she wasn't a phenomenon. Like, so yeah. she was, she was fine. I think people went to go see right. her and people like Scotland pushed it. So there were sold out things in Scotland. And so I there were um, from what I, I don't have the exact number at my fingertips, but she was definitely a success. But it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Didn't ex- exceed expectations, I don't think. Right. So she's kind of that medium like it was a good go. It happened. You know, but obviously Pixar <laughs> hasn't done another thing like that. No. So. And part of that is they are like entirely separate studios now. Yes. Yeah. So they wouldn't do necessarily another quote unquote Disney princess. princess yeah. But they haven't done anything even remotely. Yeah. Like Merida. Yeah. Since. Exactly. So I think it was an, a, an adventure for them that had some turmoil in it uh, and some issues that they haven't quite tried to do anything like it again. Yeah. <laughs> Onward was the, yeah, you're right. I think Onward might be the, the fantasy film they yeah, tried the next. Fantasy. And, you and know, even then, that was heavily based in D&D. Yeah. So they did have So origins, they had a lot know. of mm-hmm. source material. I mean, the yeah. story obviously wasn't, but yeah. like the world yeah. was basically D&D. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they had, there was yeah. more to dig in on the origins of that than this even. I don't know why a bear. I couldn't find any reasonings as to why it had to be a bear. The archery was just she wanted her to be strong and physical, you yeah. know, uh, which is great. But I, I don't know why a bear. But bears are everywhere. Yeah, more do. You got mom's a bear. Ev- I do love yeah. the the witch that everything in her, just everything in her house were bears. <laughs> um, Except for Sully. Oh, Sully was in there. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. You can, yeah. You can see Sully in there. There's like <laughs> subtle hints to other Pixar movies in her shop. And we'll talk about this in After Hours a yeah, little bit, but yeah. there is a wild theory that she connects all the Pixar movies. <gasps> hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, inter- I'll, yeah. I'm interested in that. I'll hold there's out to After Hours, but okay. Yeah, you can you can look it up. Um, there's like tons of clips because people like lost it when yeah. they saw Because obviously like everything's bare stuff and they're like, mm-hmm. was that Sully? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which it makes me believe that she's a witch who can't do anything other than turn people into bears. Because the only yeah. two spells we that see, just- <laughs> like that's what she does. She can only turn yeah. people into bears. Because every wood carving other than Sully is a bear. So... Oh, yeah. And Sully definitely was just like an Easter egg. Yeah. So it's funny for me to, to think about the witch only being able to turn people into bears. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. I do have a final fun fact Ooh. to wrap us up. And it kind of ties into uh, Brenda Chapman's journey. She ultimately was happy with the result, and she was proud of the movie, even if she Good. did get booted out of it. Um, okay. Right. She did feel like the mother-daughter relationship was still the integral part of it. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. That still was. Yeah. So she did achieve a, a lot of the part. things she set out to, which is great. She hasn't worked there since, I'm pretty sure. I think she's at Lucasfilm now. She had said something that they changed was that initially the entire movie, it was supposed to be snowing. That was one of the things really? she really wanted. She really wanted snow. And Why? 
because when her and the mom finally connected, it would start to melt. So she wanted that visual. Oh, cute. Yeah, she wanted that visual representation. And one of the reasons she thinks they changed it after, I don't know, that seems like a big thing to change after she left. I think she probably lost that fight early on. Yeah. um, Was because Scotland worried about their tourism. (laughs) The entire movie was snowing. So that may be the key reason why they decided to not make it snowing the whole time. Were they worried that people wouldn't come because they yeah. assumed Scotland would just be full of snow all the time? Yeah. They assumed Amazing. it would look as like enticing if it was just Amazing. a snowing land. So that's my fun fact for why there's no beautiful snow representation no, to melt like, away. Hold my beer. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I want this visual story to happen. Never mind. We need sunshine because pe- we want people to go to Scotland. So <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, that's, my, that's my fun fact for... I do like her and I love Gaelic Scottish things like I, the, I really enjoyed that aspect and it's visually stunning but she still see, is a, is a very problematic hero character great very problematic hero and role model to me yeah. for those reasons so I'd love to invite her to parties though well yeah She'd I like I like her <laughs> she's hilarious like you know her her lack of grace is not the first Disney person to have it, but she definitely adds to that, like, physical well, lack of grace. interesting to me and what I like about her mm-hmm. is that she does not have grace, but she is not clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. They did not go, oh, we need her to be quirky. We'll just make her clumsy, which yeah. they do for so many princesses. Yeah. And for her, no. She yeah. is... A strong, independent, mm-hmm. graceless woman. She's athletic. <laughs> yeah, she's athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, is she? Yeah, she's. I would say Mulan falls into that category of clumsy and lack of grace, mm-hmm. but and gets to be physically strong. But Merida from the get go is very yeah. physically strong and an athlete, yes. and that's really cool because you don't you don't really see athletic Disney princesses as much even no. now. So it it's it's really cool that that she is that. So I'll give her the plus yeah. on that. <laughs> um, yeah that's our thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening to our, our Scottish princess and uh, I hope you listen next time when we talk go to France <laughs> bye everyone bye <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue tune in next week as we take a trip to a provincial town and meet the bookish beauty Belle. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can help us reach even more listeners by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or comment on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you are listening. If you want to join us for even more discussions about Merida or extra thoughts about any of our episodes, head over to our Patreon. There you can support the podcast and unlock an entire library of our exclusive after-hour video podcasts with new episodes arriving each month. You can also unlock research notes, bloopers, and more. Follow us on social media and at our website on damselsindialogue.podbean.com. Until next time, this has been Damsels in Dialogue. Have a nice day. This podcast episode is sponsored by Royal Princess Parties, LLC, and is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.